Live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Visit us online at rmworldtravel.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard, everybody. This is RM World Travel. We're here each and every weekend at this time with you. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, this is America's number one travel radio show, your place for everything and anything in the world of travel. Well, it's been an active week for Mary and me here in the New York City area. We were back on the college visit tour earlier in the week with our son. Rudy, how are your travels back from California now that you're in Minnesota again? <laughs> well, win- winter-wise, any place was better than being in Minnesota last week with a foot of snow and um, California and LA were actually quite co- unusually cool, and uh, I came in. A, there was a lot of rain in LA as well, so it was. Uh, it was well, not. Vegas uh, had snow. I mean, Flagstaff has like a crazy amount, record amounts. I mean, yeah. it's, Arizona. Uh, it's Arizona's weird. really, yeah. 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 And Las Vegas. Well, we talked about that last week. They had it. Twice now, it's supposed to snow this week. weekend uh, more in Minnesota, so. Uh, well, I'm, there we go. Okay. I'm hunkered yeah. down. Interesting. Mm. Uh, all right. Well, listen, as we begin hour one of our live broadcast today, just after 10 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday, February 23rd, there's travel news that we need to report. Uh, we've got another new affiliate that we want to welcome. We've got more coming even next week. Uh, and I have in my hands right now the results of our latest travel polls that we're going to share with you as well. So let's get it all rolling. Mary, how about we give the hour one run? All right. Sounds good. Coming up in a few minutes in today's Chief Travel Leader episode, Mike McCormick of GBTA will join us. We have some business travel matters we'd like him to weigh in on. Krista Bailey of the Hideaway Report will be here this hour to discuss how their reviews are different than bloggers and others. We'll hear about some travel safety tips with Kevin Coffey and it's destination spotlight number 40 today as Robert and I turn our attention to Santa Fe, New Mexico with Randy Randall later in the hour. And on a programming note, ahead in hour two today, Andy Pastor will join us at the top of the next hour to discuss his rather alarming report this week uh, in the Wall Street Journal about Southwest Airlines and how their luggage weights may be incorrect. Yeah, so we'll get to that, uh, certainly. But first of all, thank you to everyone in our audience who voted at rmworldtravel.com in our latest travel polls. We appreciate uh, all of you who do that week after week. Uh, Here are the results. First question. What's your preferred type of overnight accommodations when traveling? The results are luxury resort, 50% of you, standard hotel room, 24% of you, boat or cruise ship, 10% of you, apartment rental, 9%, staying with family or friends, that would be your preferred type of overnight accommodations, that's 5%, and a tent or a trailer, just 2%. So uh, anything jump out to you, Mary or Rudy? I thought I was the only guy who didn't like to stay with family and friends when I was a kid because my parents <laughs> always did. So I'm hardened to see 5%. That's yeah, much that's lower low. than I thought, frankly. <laughs> 5%. I agree. Well, listen, 5% want to stay with friends, but only 2% in a tent or a trailer. So I mean, 10% are on a cruise ship. And I bet of that 5%, most of them don't want to stay with family, but they don't mind staying with friends. Well, that's Maybe true. Maybe friends is a little bit different. Thing. It would have been interesting to separate that and see how that went. Yeah. All right. Well, second question that we asked, uh, which of these would you fix immediately for air travel? Uh, and th- when you're traveling, if the answers are increase onboard legroom, 47% of you, 
Reduce fee changes, 18% of you. That's actually where I think I would vote. Uh, modernize airports, 14%. That's another good one. Eliminate baggage fees, 12% of you. Hmm. Simplify loyalty programs, 8%. Incentivize stopovers, 1%. Well, clearly, I have to say, Mary and Rudy, this audience is not moved by baggage fees because we've now seen that in multiple polls. Right. It's so, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just think people are just angry and upset when they're in economy and the leg room just continues to shrink and shrink. That's a high number right there, but that just shows you comfort is important to people. I don't like the read the fees I, for two hundred dollars to change my phone. But I also no. think right, true. The loyalty but, programs I think can be particularly now with all these brands. I would that would be my choice. You, simplifying Rudy. the loyalty programs. Well, you know, we've talked about this over the years. Uh, the legroom problem is certainly a, a gripe on the part of me, and I, I'm six feet tall, and you are, you know. But mm -hmm. but years ago, American took out some, those aisles to give more legroom, and their numbers didn't change. Nobody switched over to. I mean, nobody, not a significant number of people switched over to American as a result, right. which suggested that people are more interested in lower fares, mm -hmm. means more seats, than more legroom, even though they complain about the legroom. Well, that may be, but they are complaining, clearly, 47%, yep. at least, of our voters. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. And but the fares airports, wasn't a choice. Yeah. Uh, all right, so listen, new travel polls will be up on Monday at our website, rmworldtravel.com. Please check them out and vote when you have some time. And right now, before we get into the travel news, I want to take a brief moment and welcome another new affiliate that our team has added to our national network. Hello to KHOB News Talk AM 1390 in Hobbs, New Mexico. That's the Albuquerque DMA, not far from Santa Fe, which we're going to cover later in the destination spotlight. Uh, that's media market number 46. And they're airing us now live each Saturday at this time. So thank you very much to KHOB. And Rudy, where do you want to start with news? Well, China's banning foreign tourists from visiting Tibet until April 1st. They worry about disruption on the anniversaries of two popular uprisings that protested Chinese rule of that enormous region. And that reminds me of uh, the government edicts that closed uh, Tiananmen Square to pedestrians, or closes, on the anniversary of the 1989 massacre of students who occupied that square right in the center of Beijing in the summer of 89, demanding freedom of speech, among other things. Tibetans excuse me, have long agitated against Chinese control of their, that region, and Americans can visit Tibet uh, generally, but only through a tour agency. So it's not exactly hop on a plane and go visit Tibet. Hmm. Well, two of the most uh, solid and trusted travel companies have teamed up to launch a new product for family travel. Canadian-based G-Adventures and National Geographic Expeditions have announced they are launching a program together of 12 small family trips that will feature unique National Geographic experiences for children and adults. This new line of family travel trips will have unique itineraries designed to appeal to kids age 7 and up and will include specific activities curated for the parents and the grandparents as well. Trips will go on sale May 7th. Destinations should be announced over the next few weeks. And we have actually the founder of G-Adventures, Bruce Poon, coming onto the show in a few weeks. Maybe he can shed a little more light on these yeah, family okay. travel trips. Do a good job there, no question. Uh, so, folks, listen, one of my uh, websites I like for tech uh, is CNET. And the next time you fly, be mindful of seat cameras possibly spying on you for your entire flight. A passenger this week shared a photo of a camera installed directly beneath the in-flight entertainment screen on a Singapore aircraft. Singapore confirmed that it is indeed a camera embedded into the seat back by the original equipment manufacturers on the plane. They said the cameras have been disabled. They have no plans to use them. But you can bet that the original equipment manufacturers who installed these cameras, they didn't put them there you know, by accident. There certainly was an investment for that. So so at some point, whatever they're going to be used for, whether it's to see if we're watching those safety demonstrations, you know, gazing if we're watching <laughs> oh the gosh. 
flight. <laughs> well, they may want to know if we're watching the in-flight commercials, whatever it is. There's something coming, so be warned. Well, it'd be boring watching my face on an entire flight. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so listen, it's awfully nice to have. Well, let me, do I have time for this one? I don't think. We talked about high-speed trains last week. And uh, this week, um, the federal government took back some money they'd given California for their high-speed train. And they're threatening to take back $2.5 in federal funds already given to California. The good news is the Texas uh, attempt to link Houston and Dallas by high-speed using only private funds. Nice to have you in the house with Robert and Mary and me today. When we return our latest Chief Travel Leader episode, GBTA's Mike McCormick will be here with some insights on business travel. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Bombas is going to change the way you think about socks forever. Every pair is made with premium cotton and comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, they look great wherever you go. Bombas are what feet daydream about. And for every purchase you make, Bombas donates a pair to someone in need. Visit bombas.com rm and get 20% off your first purchase. B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash rm or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Dollar Shave Club delivers everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. And they keep you fully stocked on the products you use. So don't run out. Determine what you want and when you want it, from once a month to every six months, and it shows up right at your door. Plus, with their handsome discount, the more you buy, the more you save. Give one of their starter sets a try for just $5. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular price. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com rm. Or you can visit rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors for a direct link. With all the recent news about online security breaches, it's hard not to worry about where our data goes. That's why we say take back your privacy by using expressvpn.com rm. They secure your internet browsing by encrypting the data and hiding your public IP address. And protecting yourself costs less than $7 a month. Folks, don't mess around here. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com rm or check out rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. Clean eating means food the way it's meant to be, from the earth, organic, and delicious. Clean eating also means ButcherBox.com RM. Their meat is guaranteed to be humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones ever. With cuts in quality that are impossible to find in grocery stores, ButcherBox.com RM also comes at a competitive price with free shipping. And for a limited time, you can get two free cuts of filet mignon, free bacon, and $20 off your first box when you sign up at ButcherBox.com RM or find a link at RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert, Mary, and Rudy anytime on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at RM World Travel. Now, back to RM World Travel. Well, as we return from the break, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Robert, Mary, back with you for the next installment of the Chief Travel Leaders Series. We appreciate you being a part of our World Travel Get Together. Before we check in with Mike McCormick, COO of the Global Business Travel Association, a quick word about our sponsor, Cunard Cruise Line. When you travel aboard Cunard, you'll really experience a wonderful mix of discovery, relaxation, and sophistication at sea or on land. Enjoy luxury accommodations, grand feasts and elegant dining rooms, indulge in literary pursuits, theatrical 
theatrical productions, music, relaxing pools, a lively casino, and an array of experiences on the many ship decks. You know, from their famous vessels of the past to today's modern Queen Mary II, Queen Victoria, and Queen Elizabeth, Cunard guests travel in unparalleled style. Travel aboard a Cunard cruise? Well, it's an opportunity to write your own ocean adventure encompassed in legendary luxury. For itineraries and destinations, go to cunard.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Mike McCormick is the COO of the Global Business Travel Association, and he's served in that role now for 10 years. It's been a little while since we've had Mike on the program with us, and he personally has more than 30 years of travel industry experience. With nearly 10,000 members now, GBTA is the world's largest business travel organization, representing over $345 billion in annual spending. Let's head to that show hotline and welcome Mike back to the program for our latest Chief Travel Leader episode. Mike, it's nice to have you back on the show. Thanks for joining Mary and me today for our Chief Travel Leader episode. Ah, thank you for having me. Well, I appreciate it. So, you know, I say this a lot, and that's because it's true, but, you know, we truly are blessed to have the largest national travel radio audience out there in the country. We're soon going to surpass 400 weekly affiliates, and our program is heard by more than a million people now around the country that are focused on travel. And I only share that with you, Mike. Because whether it's business travelers in our audience or leisure travelers, new technologies continue to drive and reshape the travel landscape for all of us. So I wanted to really know, what are you seeing out there currently? Is it the emphasis on personalization of travel? Is it the greater reliance on AI? What do you think is shaping things the most these days? Well, for business travelers, it is those things. Certainly personalization in a healthy economy with low unemployment and a lot of people on the road and in record numbers personalizing their travel experience, getting the most out of their travel experience when they're out there, uh, both for themselves and their company, is a big, big uh, topic of effort, conversation among the, you know, in the travel industry, and a big focus of where dollars are being spent investing in new products and services and enhancements for the way people travel. But also, there's an element, too, about duty of care and putting what I would say, putting the care in duty of care and where companies are focused on creating policies and support because the travelers are going to places all over the world and uh, trying to accomplish their business objectives. So it's a, a bit of both. Combination, okay. Mike, when you were last on with us uh, about 18 months ago, I recall we had a little fun discussing a term that was sort of new then, certainly not new at all now, and seems to be on the rise, and that is leisure travel. And I remember it well uh, when we finally have a term for what we all do for a living. (laughs) Um, So I just want to touch on it a little bit. I realize there's a potential liability issue for some companies, but when employees extend their business travels a few days for leisure purposes, from a well-being state and the ability to recharge, I would think the benefits are going to outweigh any negatives. Wouldn't you agree? Well, I think for a lot of companies, that's certainly the way they feel. And again, in in an environment where... Companies are trying to attract employees um, where you have such low unemployment, where people are really looking at companies' travel policies as part of the decision-making for joining a company. Over 60% of people now report to us that they factor that into their decision-making on where they work. And when you start thinking about that, it really puts a different perspective around leisure travel, allowing people to have the flexibility Because, again, at the same time, the demands that everyone has on them in the job is greater and greater. You know, you're being asked to blend really work and personal all the time. And so, again, within reason, you know, companies are trying to be flexible, give people the opportunity to see a bit or enjoy the destination they're in uh, on a personal level 
if they're already there on business. Um, but you know, again, taking into account, you also do have to have policies in place to protect the company too, so that there's a kind of an equitable way of dealing with the risk issues and liability issues, as you mentioned. Right. All right. So I want to address that just a little bit uh, and expand upon it. So you issued a study recently that showed about 82% of business travelers think it's important for their safety that their company knows their travel plans in advance. But less than half of them say their organizations have systems in place to accomplish that. So are you and the GBTA team working to help improve this current reality? And who are some companies out there that you think are maybe doing a good job at having an idea where their employees are you know, when they do travel in business? Well, yeah, there's a whole range of issues there. But clearly, the advancements that have been made in really all parts of the process for, you know, booking, you know, the arranging process, but also tracking the data that's available, it, it really has uh, evolved and become something that, you know, all companies, big or small, can take advantage of, the tools, the capabilities that are out there. And it, it really started, a lot of it started going back some years on the whole expense management piece on really kind of getting not just the booking part and not just the part, you know, the communication while traveling, but also all the back-end information to be able to pull all that together so that companies can really be smarter about understanding, you know, travel trends, behavior, what works, how to make that work as part of the business process. So there, there are a number of solutions out there, a lot of companies that, you know, a lot of companies innovating in this way. And, again, the advancements that have been made have really helped uh, move a lot of this along and make for you know, a very different travel experience when people are out there on the road. Okay, if you're just tuning in for today's Chief Travel Leader interview, Robert and I are speaking with Mike McCormick, the COO of the Global Business Travel Association. Mike, most large companies have defined travel policies and programs certainly in place, but I'm curious in the world that we live in today where there's just so much travel information available online, on our smartphones, directly with us all the, you know, all the time, is it a challenge for corporate travel departments to enforce, I guess, what you would call preferred protocols when employees may be sort of uh, hankering to handle their travel themselves? Well, I think there's been a lot of advancements in the, just the overall view about, you know, policy and the, the view of what policy is for. I think traditionally there's always been there was always this view like being out of policy was a bad thing or being out of policy was something that was someone was trying to do something um, that was not good for the company, when in fact that's really not the case. When you look at the amount of travel and a lot of and, and expenditures that fall technically out of policy, a lot of times that's because someone is really or you know people within a company are trying to accomplish a business objective. So there's been a whole change in mentality. The amount of you know times that that actually is something that's negative for the company is very low. A lot of times out of policy means. You've got changing travel behavior, changing needs on behalf of companies. So policies have become more dynamic, more flexible, and companies have really come a long way in kind of embracing that. Well, and but I think again, that's... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I think the loyalty programs have something to do with that as well. People all want their loyalty points or uh, they have their preferences and so forth. I think you probably would agree with that. Well, and that's a, but that all comes down to data, too, and, and really how do companies you know, look at managing and really harnessing the power of all the data they have now mm -hmm. to really understand, you know, what works best. Because, again, at the end of the day, you've got people you're putting out there to travel on the front lines. Right. They're trying to accomplish the business objective, and you want them to be as productive as possible and, you know, do it in a way that's 
you know, positive, productive, healthy, and can uh, you know get them uh, yeah, you know, accomplish the business okay. objectives. Okay, agree on that. So we've got side. about a minute left. Uh, I know Mary did not mention this during your intro, but I saw that you also serve in a senior advisory board role with Google and then the U.S. Transportation Security Administration, or TSA, as we most know it. So really, just curious, how much interaction do you have with both of these organizations, and what exactly are you doing with them? Well, these are, you know, again, roles that I've had, you know, different ways over the years. It's great to be involved with people who are leaders in all different ways throughout the industry and trying to find better solutions, look at where trends and where, you know, investments need to be made. In the case of TSA, it's a longstanding relationship that's been involved in helping in the early days of the formation of PreCheck and working to find ways to really make those programs like PreCheck, like Global Entry, you know, continuing to work to refine those programs to try to get, you know, broader-based adoption for those programs because they're so valuable uh, to the travel experience and for business travelers. So where we get involved is helping, again, to help uh, shape strategies for where those, you know, those products have gone that, and, you know, really be an open conduit back to the industry to create okay. feedback. Well, hopefully you still don't get stuck when you go through the airport by them. That's all. We'll leave on that note. But, Mike, listen, you know, unfortunately we're out of time for today. We could continue to go on with the conversation. There's a number of things we want to get to. We'll have to have you back. We look forward to staying and connected with you. Uh, Have yourself a great weekend, all right? Thanks for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Take care. All right, there goes Mike. And, folks, listen, gbta.org is the website for the Global Business Travel Association. Check it out if you're not familiar with it. They are the leader for business travelers and a well-run operation. Right now, as we pause for a quick break, be sure to connect with us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at RM World Travel. There's still a lot more of the program ahead today, and we're going to get to it starting in three minutes. To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call 800-387-8025 or follow us on Facebook and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. The right hire can have such an impact on your business. That's why you should post your job on LinkedIn. It intelligently targets candidates based on their skills, recommendations, even how open they are to new opportunities. Insights that are only on the linkedin.com slash rm network. Your post is matched to the best people for the job. And right now, if you visit linkedin.com slash rm, you'll get $50 off your first job post. That's linkedin.com slash rm. Terms and conditions apply. Or for more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. For anyone who smokes cigarettes and wants to quit for good, there's a new company that's making it easier to quit smoking. It's called Zero. With Zero, you get physician-prescribed medication to curb cravings, plus nicotine gum to help fight withdrawal symptoms, and continued support. It takes just five minutes to get signed up, and it's all done online, which makes Zero both simple and effective. See if you qualify today and get your discount by going to quit with Zero.com slash RM. That's quit with Zero.com slash RM, or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025 or visit the show online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back to the show. This segment of the program is sponsored by the 24-7 burglar busting protection for your home or business called simplysafe.com slash travel. Now, here's something interesting. Studies show that security systems deter burglars. It's a fact. But there's still a burglary every eight seconds in America. How? Well, think about it. Do burglars give up just because a place has a security system? Of course not. 
They just find another home or business that isn't protected, which is why securing your home is truly a necessity. So we want to suggest this brilliant security system built by our friends at simplysafe.com slash travel. They believe fear has no place in a place like home, so they made their system ridiculously smart. For example, their sensors will protect every point of access. Doors, windows, basement, you name it. If a burglar even tries to break in, an ear-shattering siren will let them know the police are already on the way. Best of all, 24-7 monitoring is just fourteen ninety-nine, and they'll never lock you in on a long-term contract. More than three million people already know it feels good to fear less. How about you? You can just visit simplysafe.com slash travel, or you'll find a link at armworldtravel.com by looking under Sponsors. Hideaway Report is a travel publisher celebrating its 40th anniversary this year. What started as a monthly printed newsletter in 1979 called Andrew Harper's Hideaway Report is now a digital and print brand producing content on a daily basis. The first thing you should know is there never was anyone whose real name was Andrew Harper behind the publication, which tells you something good about the Hideaway Report. In reviewing destinations and hotels and restaurants, the publication's writers have always traveled incognito, and they pay full retail prices for everything. In short, they travel the way we do. Krista Bailey is my guest, and she's the CEO of the Hideaway Report. I asked her to join me to describe today's Hideaway Report and to get her opinion on the general state of travel writing and reviews in this area of social media where everyone and anyone is a critic. Krista, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Rudy. So the Hideaway Report, it's fairly expensive to subscribe to, but there's a lot of free information online, I notice, at your website. Um, how do you, when you're at a cocktail party and someone doesn't, isn't familiar with the publication or the website and the digital off- offerings, what do you say when they say, what's the Hideaway Report, Krista? So uh, the Hideaway Report is a travel publisher whose core mission is to uncover unique, off-the-beaten-path hideaways and related experiences across the globe, so other experiences around food, you know, unique experiences around those hideaways. But, you know, I get the question of, okay, well, there is a lot of travel content out there. What makes you different? Why would I pay for a membership to the Hideaway Report? And there are three really big points of difference for us. One is our anonymity, as you mentioned. Uh, We travel the world anonymously, which allows us to recommend as well as criticize places we stay. We publish all of that. The second is the focus on hideaways. So we're not trying to be a mass brand. You know, we're a boiled ocean on all travel content out there. We're very focused. And we don't take advertising or sponsors. So that reinforces our credibility. And there's a ton of good writing out there. Uh, but it's difficult to know, know who was behind the content. Was it sponsored? You know, did the topic of interest know who the writer was staying in that property? And it's really hard to be critical when someone's greasing your palm, so to speak. I can't, uh, I can't agree more. Let me tell uh, listeners who might not be familiar with the travel writing business or the social media business. You know, people are p- posting pretty pictures on Instagram, writing reviews on personal blogs, uh, even writing for major magazines like uh, travel, uh, travel and Leisure and, well, I can go on and on. I have been a travel writer for years. Many people take many things for free. I have taken free trips, although I always tell readers that. But most people take a whole lot of free trips and a whole lot of free things. And so that's why most reviews are often pretty good. Um, Krista, so in the newsletter, which I get every month, you you all feature two destinations. I've got to tell you, I went to the country of Georgia recently, and your issue last September on Georgia was very helpful. I stayed in both hotels, and you were spot on. How many people do you have running around the globe reviewing things? We have four full-time editors running around the globe. (laughs) And uh, we so, for instance, last year, those four editors flew more than – 190,000 miles. They visited 27 countries, stayed in 112 hotels, and out of those hotels, we recommended 58 of those. Um, but we we wrote about all 112, and we fully funded all of that travel. So it's pretty incredible. 
What do you think when you look at Instagram and you look at uh, um, TripAdvisor and you see, I mean, I'm, I'm not using amateur as a, as, a, as a bad word, but you see amateur reviews and amateur photos, and many of them are gushing, some of them are savage. What do you see when you look at those? What do you think as someone who's watching the travel uh, industry as closely as you do? There's a ton of good content out there, and I think from talking to our members and knowing our members, you know, people don't use just one source these days to plan their trip. They use a lot of the sources you've mentioned. So I think when it comes to social media and Instagram, those places serve as sources of inspiration. So you may be more forgiving. You know, I know I am. I, I follow a ton of travel bloggers, and I use that as inspiration and obviously see where they're going if that, if that relates to anything that we've covered or we are covering, uh, even though they may be sponsored. It really just sort of prompts you to think about a place you might want to go visit. Um, the publications, the Condé Nast Traveler, the Travel and Leisure Departures, uh, you know, I think those also serve as a source of inspiration, but I think people do, there is advertising and sponsorship, and so it's, it's hard to know what was paid for, what was not. And then TripAdvisor, TripAdvisor always comes up in conversations. People use TripAdvisor as a complimentary source, but, you know, Rudy, if I'm reading your review on TripAdvisor of, you know, the Post Ranch Inn or uh, the Four Seasons in Austin or what have you, I don't know if that is, you know, up to my standards. I don't know what your tastes are. I don't sure. know if that matches mine. And so I think that's the big, big gripe about TripAdvisor. It's good to hear from other people and have that credibility, but you just have no idea if they have the same taste. I couldn't agree more. You can look, learn more about Hideaway, the Hideaway Report, by simply going to hideawayreport.com. It's a great source, and I appreciate you stopping in, Krista Bailey, and talking with us today. Happy 40th anniversary. We'll be right back. RM World Travel phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. The real world is full of sounds that warn you about danger. But in the digital world, there's no sound if your personal information is in danger. Good thing there's LifeLock with Norton Security to help protect you. No one can stop every cyber threat or prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock with Norton gives you protection for the digital world. Visit LifeLock.com today and use code RM for 10% off your first year. That's code RM for 10% off your first year at LifeLock.com or visit RMWorldTravel.com under sponsors. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Hey, Todd, Liberty Mutual just saved me $782. $782. Liberty did what? what? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Maybe I should switch to Liberty Mutual. Visit us online to... Hey, stop echoing. Sorry. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer. Unisom presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom sleep tabs, you get your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. Gary, why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. 
Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much better. Now this is a party. Kick acid and gas with Rolaids Advanced. Sleep cool and comfortable every night on a Casper. It's a high-quality mattress at an affordable price. Casper mattresses ship for free in a small box, so you can try it for 100 nights risk-free. And if you don't love it, they'll come pick it up and refund you everything. Put Casper to the test for 100 nights in your own home. Go to Casper.com and use code RM3 for $50 towards the purchase of select mattresses. Casper.com, code RM3. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com. Terms and conditions apply. Additional fees may apply for Hawaii and Alaska. When it comes to costly car repairs, you need options. That's what you get with extended vehicle protection from CarShield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for covered repairs easy. And your favorite mechanic or dealership can do the work. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed. Get covered with extended vehicle protection. Call 800-CAR-6100 and use code RM or visit carshield.com and use code RM to save 10%. A deductible may apply. For more info, visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Nice to have you in the house today. This portion of the program is sponsored by bombus.com slash rm. We want to tell you all about these truly terrific socks that have changed the way you'll think about socks forever. We love what Bombas stands for. Bombas socks are super comfortable and made from premium cotton. They stay warm when it's cold and cool when it's hot. And every pair comes with a built-in blister tab, innovative arch support, stay-up technology, and a seamless toe. With so many colors, patterns, lengths, and styles, Bombas look great in the gym, at the office, and out in the town. And for every Bombas purchase you make, they'll donate a pair to someone in need. So keep cool, keep comfortable, and keep contributing with truly great socks. Buy yours now at Bombas dot com slash rm and you'll get twenty percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s dot com slash rm for twenty percent off or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors as always kevin coffee is a former los angeles police detective i met years ago when we were both speaking at a at a conference he's a travel security specialist today he's retired from the lapd and he speaks widely to corporate clients on how to stay safe while traveling. Now, one of the most prized items a pickpocket or thief overseas can steal from you is your passport. And the question I'm often asked is, when I'm overseas, should I always carry my passport or keep it in my room safe? Kevin, welcome to the show. Let's start by asking you that question. You know, Rudy, it's the same question that I get myself, too, so we're running in the same circles here. Uh, you should absolutely leave it inside your hotel room safe. You have a higher chance of having it stolen via a pickpocket or just losing it in general than you do leaving it inside your hotel safe. However, Good. I will throw a caveat on top of that, is that you also need to make sure that you remove it. A lot of times that safe is on a, on a higher level. Sometimes you can't even see in the very bottom of the safe because it's raised up above in the closet. And there's a little lip sometimes, and there's no light inside there, and it's got a dark carpet. You'd be surprised how many people leave their passport inside their hotel room safe when they go to leave. I sometimes just some forget I put exactly. anything in the safe, Kevin. <laughs> but that's a whole yeah. other problem. Um, let Absolutely. Me so before you travel, what, what, is there anything you should uh, know special about your passport before going abroad? 
Absolutely. We're going to try and give you 10 quick tips here that, that we should do all in preparation. So number one is, first of all, get the mobile passport app that's done by the U.S. government. It's just a great way to help expedite coming back through. You can go and get that through mobilepassport.us. So it's a great one to download. Next is I always get a question about insurance, uh, traveler insurance. But some folks never take a look at if their, their traveler's insurance covers lost passport replacement. If you're overseas in one country and or if in that country's large and you lose your passport, you may have to get in a whole separate flight to go into the, the U.S. conflict in that country. That could be very expensive, so certain insurance policies will cover that. Next one, I want to make sure that everyone is checking their expiration date on their passport. I think it's common knowledge that everyone knows we have to have six-month validity, usually on most countries that we visit. And then also some, we have to take a look at visa replacements. But making sure that our passports are up to date, we've got six months. I like to go onto Google Calendar, and a year before my expiration, it alerts me. Good idea. Next one I would tell folks is, is take a look at your children's passports. You'd be surprised how many people end up at the airport with expired children's passports because they only last for five years, unlike ours. Next one is that uh, this is another awkward one, especially happens with women a lot. <laughs> and I know this is going to sound odd, but you shouldn't change your name after you buy an airline ticket. And that's, uh, what are you talking about? We're talking about name changes so your passport has a different name. That's what's on your airline ticket. Mm. So really start to think about that, and you have to be able to prepare for that. You can go online and find information. Just be very careful about that. You always want to have information that matches airline tickets and passports at the same time. Another one is that people don't realize you can get a second passport. The only problem is that second passport's only valid for two years. And I'd like to recommend a second passport when you get some folks that tend to lose things a lot. And you'd be surprised how often that happens. Originally, that was designed to see you can use certain passports to go into certain countries because we all know certain countries look at other passport uh, stamps to find out if they're in conflict with that country. That was what it was designed for, but it's also a great thing for people that lose it. Next one I'm going to say is get a U.S. passport card to carry around. Now, of course, the passport card, it was only designed uh, for travel between the United States, Mexico, and the Caribbean, and Bermuda to go back and forth. Uh, it cost about 35 bucks. And what I like about that is that when we're traveling abroad, for countries that require that you carry a passport on you, which hardly anybody actually asks for the physical passport anymore, you can leave your passport in your safe, but have the passport card in your wallet if you want to have something at least official looking. That's a good point, Once Kevin. We only have 15 seconds left. Where do you get a passport card? Quickly. You get the passport from the U.S. Passport Agency, and you usually apply for that when you go to get your passport renewed. All right. You want more information? Go to his website, Kevin Coffey, C-O-F-F-E-Y, KevinCoffey.com. Kevin, I don't think I've ever worked so hard on an interview in my life. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again. All righty. Thanks, Rudy. We'll be right back. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
To join Robert, Mary, and Rudy, call anytime, 800-387-8025, or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at RM World Travel. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. Hey, everyone. Robert, Mary, back with you now for more RM World Travel. And for the next few minutes of today's broadcast, it's time for Destination Spotlight number 40. We're moving right along in our series. Located in the 47th state in our nation, admitted to the Union in 1912, known universally as the Land of Enchantment. Before we turn our attention to Santa Fe, New Mexico, a quick message about our exclusive Destination Spotlight sponsor, Travel Pro Luggage. Whether it's a birthday or anniversary or really a celebration of any type, why not give the gift of travel by upgrading to a premium travel experience with Travel Pro's Platinum Elite Collection. It combines thoughtful innovation with sophisticated style, and we think it's their best luggage line yet. You know, you can also take travel to new lights with their Max Life 5 line, like Rudy, as it's as durable as ever and ultra lightweight. Whether it's the Platinum Elite, Max Life 5, or any of their collections, frankly, one of the most important items to ensure a successful trip, it's quality luggage, and you're going to do none better than Travel Pro. Check out TravelPro.com for info, specials, and more. There's also a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. And now off to the city different as Randy Randall, the executive director of Tourism Santa Fe, is holding for us on the show hotline. Welcome, Randy. Mary and I appreciate you joining us for today's Destination Spotlight. So happy to be here. I appreciate you being here with us. So listen, for anyone who's been to New Mexico and spent time in Santa Fe, as well as Albuquerque, that's about 60 miles away or so, the cities couldn't be more different. Santa Fe is located at the intersection of the Santa Fe Trail and the Old Spanish Trail. It dates back about 200 years or so. But as Mary just said, Santa Fe is known as the city different. And for folks listening around the country who haven't been to Santa Fe, briefly explain what makes your location special. Well, the city different really talks about the fact that our architecture is pretty unique to Santa Fe. Uh, we have various shades of brown here. Uh, early construction was done with adobe. Uh, our cuisine brings in a lot of the northern New Mexico style of cooking, which is, uh, uses um, a, a lot of the green chili and red chili. People dress differently here in Santa Fe. In fact, People actually keep clothes that they just, as they repeat their visits to Santa Fe, that's when they bring their squash blossom necklaces and their, <laughs> their jeans and their, and their attire that's very Santa Fe. And, and the, one of the beautiful things, uh, particularly in the wintertime when, when many fires are burning, the smell of Santa Fe is different. There's a pinon wood here that's burned. It's a very hard, slow-growing tree, and the whole town has this marvelous uh, aroma from the pino. Yeah. So um, we're just, uh, there are many ways that we're different. Right. And I think uh, when I think of Santa Fe, I, I think of all the great art. You're one of the larger art markets in the country, over 250 art galleries. Uh, one of my favorite museums is the Georgia O'Keeffe, one of my favorite artists. Um, but there are many other museums in Santa Fe and, of course, the open air opera theater. So I would think art is also one of the top attractions to Santa Fe, correct? As you say, with over 250 galleries in this community of 85,000, the, the amazing thing is we're the third largest art market in the, in the country. And, but the amazing thing is you can just walk from gallery to gallery to gallery. Canyon Road oh, it's, itself it's, yeah, has yeah, over exactly. 100 galleries. Yeah. yeah, it should be renamed as Art uh, Gallery Road. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. But the beauty is it was, it was a community. Canyon Road, they were, they were all private homes that had been converted into art galleries. In fact, one of our former mayors pointed out to me uh, just recently the house on Canyon Road that he grew up in. It's now a fantastic gallery. So, Well, art, there's no question, as you said, and as Mary said, the outdoor opera. But one other thing that also there that I recall, uh, you got to be there on the weekends for it, but you have a great 
uh, farmer's market. I think it's one of the oldest and largest in the country. Am I right on that? It's a terrific farmer's market right in the rail yard, which is uh, we have the plaza uh, and the rail yard are really the two anchors of our historic district. And one of the newest things that's come, again, this is art, but there's an installation called Meow Wolf, and it's the House of Eternal Return, and it's an interactive art experience that's been pioneered here in Santa Fe. Hmm. And uh, they already have two new installations that are going to be built, one in Las Vegas, one in Denver, and they've just announced one to go into Washington, D.C. Oh. All right, Randy, but, before we run out of time, um, I hate to interrupt you, but we're short on sure. time. I would love for you to get to the uh, kids-free spring break for families. We saw that initiative, and I'd love, since we're getting into spring break time, what's that all about? Sure, it's our third year, of, fourth year of doing it, actually. And uh, a lot of our businesses just offer something that... Uh, uh, if if mom has a manicure, the, the the kid gets one for free. A lot of the restaurants have mom and dad buy a meal, their kids get free meals. The whole idea is to just uh, really tell the world we're not just this wonderful art community, but we're also a very family-friendly community. Yeah, absolutely. All right, That's so great. before we let you go now, one quick fact for us, if you can, that would likely surprise our audience about Santa Fe and entice them to come visit and experience it themselves. I don't know if this would be the only reason to come, but Santa Fe has what's called the Margarita Trail. And there are over 47 unique margaritas that restaurants in Santa Fe offer. And you, you acquire a passport, and you can win prizes along the way, and uh, 47 wonderful margaritas on the market. Well, Mary's on her way back I'm, for that. I'm on my way. <laughs> that's, that's a great fun fact, Randy. <laughs> that's a, it is a good fact, Randy. Well, listen, Randy, we really do appreciate your time today. Uh, thank you very much. And folks, if you want to find out more, very easy, just santafe.org. Randy, have a great weekend, okay? Thanks a lot. Thanks so much. All right, there goes Randy. And guess, Mary, you're going to be leaving the studio and get on a plane and head to Santa Fe for the margaritas. Listen, there is so much to love about Santa Fe. That is just a great, great city. Folks, a reminder right now, you can find all the places that we're covering on the homepage of our website under Destination Spotlight. And that's going to do it for Hour 1 of the program this week. But we still have a whole other hour straight ahead. After these messages, Mary, Rudy, and I will be back. We'll be talking everything and anything in the world of travel with you. You've been listening to your RM World Travel Connection, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.